0: we're going to push and push and push you will always back up uh not appropriate
1: And don't give a fucking hey Do you think you can drive a bigger truck? So wear your baseball cap And decide to let everyone know That you're a nice guy For messing with heads A broken nose for dinner And breakfast in bed Alcoholic, paranoid, and suicidal too But you're probably kill her Before she gets away from you She's losing a blood and crying All your friends say that you're a nice guy Have a drink, this one's on me Look you're doing fine Losing to your disease Tomazos, I'll back your back
2: Welcome to the Plex. We do the show live every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific right here on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media. Also simulcasting to a few other places. Uh, None of those places really matter, though, because nobody hangs out in those places generally. Um, You can support this project by going to Echoplexmedia.com. Click the support tab. Uh, Best way is through memberships at our swag shop. At eplex.store. It's just like Patreon, but it's just at a different place. it Splits a little better for me, and you get instant discounts on our merch that can be found at that same website. Um, I'm producer Dave. You can find me on Grindr, and this is what the people want.
3: I don't hate the cops. There's a person inside when the truncheon stops. Don't hate the cops. When the raiders come, who will protect the shops? Don't hate the cops. They're a sensitive bunch If you don't stop throwing your rocks Snap, crackle, pop Is the sound of a taser Your body drops Donate Donate the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops Like your local police Cause they don't do nothing wrong Like your local police got rid of the corruption and the racism is gone they've been keeping the peace keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls, got a cure for your social disease, follow the law, don't hate the cops follow No! the cops. Well, you gotta wonder how much would it cost for you to be shot at and stabbed at by maniacs and drunks. Donate the cops. Donate the cops. Donate the cops. cops. Donate the cops.
2: Well, I guess we're going to get to the stories for this week. Uh, Up first, we are going to be covering a bunch of CPAC uh, during the post-game Red Light, and we're going to be giving away the uh, member show uh, for free this week, um, because there's going to be so much CPAC in there that I figure everybody should be able to have access to that. But we're going to start out with some CPAC news anyway. Um, This is something you'll have to see it to believe it this is one of those things that maybe for the podcast listeners might want to check out the video or check out the show notes to see what's on video here
4: This is the most fraudulent thing anybody said. This is a criminal enterprise. Our brightest days are before
2: us. You're making America. So on the podcast, this is a, a, a insurrection pinball uh, we're looking at right here. Uh, <laughs> right now, we're looking at a picture of the fucking uh, 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 the Q shaman. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. I kind of want this pinball machine, honestly. With your
4: hard work it, you you give up extra ball. You yeah, know, Trump never actually said free ball and multi ball.
5: You know, I used the AI text to speech to to get the Trump voice in there and, and add it to the game and and so, whereas other quotes are actual, you know, recordings from Trump. Get it
4: done. This is a criminal enterprise. Our brightest days are before us. Get it done.
3: We will not
6: give to tyranny,
2: we will give not up. give to a, a corrupt government that thinks that they own us. Oh, save that! Oh, it's not even a full-size pinball machine. Oh. We
3: have the right to peacefully
1: assemble! Ah, uh, this name is rigged. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: I mean, I don't want to watch that guy play pinball anymore. That was that was crazy though. Um, I would, I definitely want one of those. I want the uh, Insurrection pinball machine. Um, I think it would be very nice of them to uh, give it to me, but I don't think they will. I'm quite confident they won't be giving that to me. Up next, uh, we got some about George Santos news. George Santos, no longer in the House of Representatives, but uh, still uh, dumb as fuck. Former U.S.
7: Representative George Santos is suing late night host Jimmy Kimmel for tricking him into making videos to ridicule himself on Kimmel's show. The video was made <laughs> on the Cameo app where Santos receives requests from people who want personalized videos. The lawsuit claims Kimmel used a phony name and narrative to get Santos to create video- videos capitalizing on and ridiculing his gregarious personality. Santos is seeking $750,000. in damages for five videos
2: <laughs> he's like uh, i went on cameo one of the things that people do on cameo is uh, make you say dumb shit so that they can use it and then uh i said i i used the cameo app i took the payment uh, i said the dumb shit and then someone used it this is i can't wait i can't fucking wait i hope that the um that, the, dis, that the, the dismissal of this uh, suit by the uh, judge is uh, made public. Because <laughs> it could be funny. This could be one of those things where, um, it could be one of those things where the, dis, where the, what the judge says is rather funny. Up next, we got uh, we got Tucker Carlson. Um, he's promoting the hate site of V-Dare in his uh, segment on immigration.
8: Illegal immigration into the United States is at its highest levels ever. Tens of millions of people have come here illegally over the past 15 years, and none of them will ever leave. Mostly, they come from the poorest countries on the planet. We don't know anything about them, really. We don't know if they're pro-America. We don't know if they're. Hot. Well, I mean, they, they
2: must be if they're coming here. <laughs> Got to be pro-America in some way if they decide to come here.
8: It's all to the people who already live here. We don't know, in the case of the recent arrivals, what they're gonna do for a living as robotics eliminate low-skilled jobs. So what's happening right now at the border, though it's often mentioned on TV, is really undersold as a story. This is changing America forever, and almost certainly for the worse, as we're watching it, and no one is doing anything about it. The governor of Texas occasionally makes noises about it. It's over his border that this human wave is flowing. And yet he's taken no real steps to stop it. There are some media outlets that let you know that it's happening in general terms, but they don't seem particularly outraged by it. We're sitting here as our country is destroyed and no one's responding. And at some point you have to ask, why? Are the majority of Americans in favor of this? Of course not. In fact, no one's in favor of this. No one will defend this in public. No Wait, what? No one explain why we need it, why it's a good idea, how it's going to help this country, how your grandchildren— Immigration is great. I'm not to going to have any event. grandkids. People are just silent, like it's not even happening. And again, you have to ask why. And the answer, of course, is really simple, because they're afraid. They know they'll be punished if they say anything about it. The story of Peter and Lydia Brimlow explains why they're afraid. Peter Brimlow's been a journalist for 50 years. Uh, that's the guy
2: from v You could just go look up uh, v if you uh, need some information on uh, what v is all about.
8: Worked at a whole bunch of what are now called mainstream publications. Was an editor there. Barron's, Forbes, National Review, Dow Jones. A legitimate old school journalist. And in the late 90s, he began to ask questions about our immigration scheme. Is this really a good idea? Is it helping America? And of course, no one could answer those questions because... The answer is obvious. No, it's destroying America, as it destroyed California. So it will destroy your state. California, That's fine. Certain. But for asking that question, he was fired from his jobs and shunted off into what we call the fringes. But he didn't stop. He started a website called vdare.com. He runs it now with his wife, Lydia. And for the crime in the supposedly free country of opposing the immigration system currently in place, not the official system, but the actual system, where anyone from the poorest parts of America with no skills whatsoever can come here and immediately go on welfare, that's our current system, for saying that that's a bad idea... Wait, where anyone from the poorest, poorest parts, parts of America can tried, come here? ...tried to destroy their lives, not just their lives, the lives of their family, using the justice system to do it. And needless to say, you probably guessed this, using something called the Southern Poverty Law Center, which has nothing to do with the South or poverty. It has to do with shutting down free speech in this country. They have... But de- they're
2: just publishing they're
8: speaking that's all they're doing they're speaking and have really kind of tried to destroy them that's not an overstatement but you judge for yourself because lydia brimlow who helps run vdair joins us now to explain what's happened to her lydia thanks so much for coming on so um thank you so much tucker it's it'll be oh they're
2: on a fucking significant delay you can hear that
8: so i i um have known your husband sort of Since he was not a controversial figure at all. Um, And he became a controversial figure when he began to say things like, hey, why are we doing this? And he was immediately called a white nationalist, a white supremacist. And I remember very well his response, which is, no, I'm not. And if I was, I'd say so. But
2: that-oh,
8: you should trust me. He wound up publishing with you online. That would seem not a particularly controversial thing to do in a free country, but for your family, it's been. a very risky thing to do so I, I hope that you will just if if you would explain to us what the government will start with the government is trying to do to you for daring to oppose the immigration system
9: yeah absolutely so it's act, it, it's hard to believe everybody who hears this story says it's completely incredible uh, Peter founded VDARE Foundation, which has its main project of VDARE.com. Uh, back in the late 90s, as you said, we're in our 25th year now. And I joined about 10 years ago. Uh, I do the fundraising and the back office work, and he handles everything that goes up on the website, VDARE.com. We're a nonprofit journalism enterprise. So everything that we do... The
2: government is oppressing us by uh, allowing us to participate in the 501c3 or 501c4 uh, not political nonprofit... Um... Rubric. They're, they're being punished.
9: All of our our people are paid through, uh, through generous donations from individuals. I can tell you we don't get any government grants or big foundation grants either. It's
2: <laughs> oh, that's how they're being roots. discriminated against, no government um, grants.
9: And we have, we're have we veterans of cancel culture at this point, so we've, we've been kicked off a lot of mainstream services that most people use to distribute the media that they produce, um, and that is nothing compared to what we're facing right now, which started about two years ago. Um, originating out of the Hate Crimes Division in the state of New York, uh, a series of subpoenas were issued by Letitia James, First uh, to Facebook, which I can explain a little bit in a minute, uh, and then to us and our board members um, at VDAR Foundation, um, with no clear uh, trigger. They're, they have refused to tell us what they're investigating. Um, it's been two years of us just. If
2: you're not, if you've not been charged yet, they, yeah, they're not going to tell you what they're trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 if you haven't been charged yet, they're under no obligation to tell you. Kind of fucked up, but. That's, that's the way it goes.
9: Crushed under this burden of investigation, the subpoenas were like 47 points each. They want us to turn over essentially every document that we have interacted with uh, since 2016. And for a small organization, you know, at our peak, we had four full-time employees. Right now we have two. That's Peter and myself. This has just been an absolutely crushing burden. And I will say it, the, the Facebook subpoena was interesting because we had actually been kicked off of Facebook. Uh, years previous. So we had not even been on Facebook to interact with Facebook in in many years. And they were asking for all of the data that VDARE had ever accumulated, created uh, while we were on on Facebook, which we had incidentally also requested. Uh, VDARE was- uh, Oh, off- but the,
2: the difference is like if you get kicked off of Facebook or whatever, they're under no obligation to uh, give you a data dump. Of everything that you've uh, ever ever put on there, but if the government comes knocking, uh, they're under under some obligation, uh, just as a function of being a corporation in the United States, to uh, give the government that data.
9: Uh, Facebook. The same day that every one of the people involved in our organization was kicked off, including myself, I had never posted anything political online um, at all. But they took all my baby pictures, uh, the 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 video of my daughter's first steps, which was not saved anywhere else. Facebook still has that. <laughs> they
2: took they took my fucking baby pictures. I didn't save them anywhere else. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Facebook stole this lady's baby pictures.
9: They have, in fact, told my lawyers that we are too dangerous to get our data back, including my daughter taking her first steps. Um, so that was the first subpoena that uh, Letitia James threw. the hate may, division, may, may, may I
10: ask you to uh, pause issued. for one moment
8: and, and just clarify something. So Facebook has called sure. you too dangerous to possess your own baby pictures. Um, have has VDAR advocated right. I mean, violence? Is there something we're missing for terrorism? Never. Insurrection, killing people? Never. Okay. Okay, sorry. No, I, I just want to been, clarify that we've
9: never even been accused of doing that, right? I mean, people use these scare smear words all the time: white nationalist, white supremacist, uh, racist, xenophobe, whatever it, whatever the flavor of the day is. Um, so, so we get accused of being those things all the time, which we would argue we are not. Uh, but violence is something we have never been associated with. Uh, we're even careful to talk about the national revor- divorce uh, because of what implications that might have. I mean, yes. we're living in a very Uh, a high-tense, high-tension environment right now politically. And I think it's important that people choose their words very carefully and choose their actions very carefully. I think it's entirely justified that a large portion of the American population feels drawn to activism right now, but it needs to be chosen very carefully. And once you destroy something, you can't take it back. And our enemies should remember that too. Uh, Once they destroy us, what are they going to do then? But to go back to uh, the subpoenas, the... You know, we have our mainstream, you know, when I say mainstream, what I mean is like in normal times when VDR is just surviving cancel culture and putting out this message that uh, demography is destiny and that America is legitimate and real, uh, that we're a true culture and we have a national identity that's worth defending um, and, th- and that and that immigration has massive negative effects that nobody's talking about. Um, we Our operation is about $800,000 a year in the last 12 months about. We've had to spend half a million dollars just complying with the subpoenas.
2: I'm not sure that I believe her. Because if there's just a couple people in the organization and your, your email is being subpoenaed, just give them access to your fucking email. You don't have to provide anything if you, you can provide access to the email. Something's going on there. Something's going on there. But V-Dare is a, uh, a white uh, white Christian uh, nationalist outlet. Uh, she can claim that, that, that it's not or that she personally doesn't hold those views or whatever. That's fine. I don't care. She can make whatever claim she wants on the Tucker or Carlson show. Uh, V-Dare is what it is. And um, it's well known what V-Dare is. So I don't know what to tell this gal up next we got some Nikki Haley news we got a few uh, Nikki Haley clips first here's her on uh, Fox and friends and friends and friends and friends talking about uh, Trump and Putin
11: ambassador you were the ambassador to the United Nations during the Trump administration Uh, are you and the former president on the same page when it comes to Russia
6: Not at all. I mean, it's amazing to me how weak in the knees he is when it comes to Putin, because you look at the fact he has yet to say anything about Navalny's death, which Putin murdered him. It's what he does to his political opponents. He's yet to say anything about seizing Russian assets and allowing that money to go to Ukraine. Why would you not want to have those assets seized? It's sitting in Congress. He should be calling for that. He doesn't talk about anything. All he does is go on late night rants talking about his court cases. And Steve, that's the problem. We have Russia sitting there doing things. They're now surrounding the Baltics, which if they go and invade the Baltics, that those are nato countries that puts america at war we have to prevent war we've got china doing these cyber attacks we're seeing all of these things happen and trump's doing late night rants about his court cases he's going to be in court for the rest of the year we can't be distracted but more of that that's right. why i continue to say if donald trump is the nominee he can't win he won't win a general election and the focus we need to have is how do we protect americans how do we prevent war how do we get the border secure how do we get our economy back on track not his personal grievances
2: sure so i think she's wrong i think trump can win a national election i don't mean he's he can win the popular vote but i think he can eke out a victory in much the same way he did in 2016 and you know, just a couple states need to swing need to swing his way and it's going to come down to like a couple districts in a couple states the way it always has the electoral college is pretty fucking stupid um i don't understand like n- there's no other we don't do that For any of our other elections, I have no idea why we still do it. It's like an antiquated thing from the past. But getting rid of it would really piss a lot of people off. Um, But I don't want to get into that too much. Um, But yeah, I think she's wrong. He can certainly win the Electoral College. Of course, he will not win the popular vote. I don't think he'll get blown out in the popular vote like he did last time, though. I think we may have actually a fairly low turnout uh, general election. But that's just my guess. I'm not a political analyst. I'm a mostly a, a a troll. So who knows? Who knows if I'm right? Up next, we got uh, somebody claiming that Nikki Haley isn't even a Republican. This, of course, is on Fox News.
12: I told you many times that she's the most popular Democrat in the entire election right now. Sure. So this it's it's not surprising. You know, she's trying to spin her low numbers as I'm the outsider. That's why I'm, you know, struggling. She's not an outsider. It's laughable. She's the consummate insider. Um, and in some ways, she is retro. I mean, the most charitable view of her is that she's just a retro Republican
4: who establishment retro
12: establishment. She's, you know, for
2: they're like, she's not even a Republican, but there's her doing a fucking speech in front of a goddamn tank.
12: Tax cuts and, you know, compassionate conservatism, which, of course, now the re- d- Republican uh, primary voter is awake. Right. And they're like, oh, compassionate conservatism just means globalism. They're on to the game. And they Whoa, understand really? that she's not um, she's not truly a Republican. But I will say here in South Carolina, I haven't heard anyone say because people here are pretty nice. They haven't said anything <laughs> unkind about her. They just don't think she's up for the job. They've seen Donald Trump. He said he was going to go after the, the swamp. The swamp almost took him down, but he's still standing. And they know that whatever these forces are, and they're not just Democrat forces. Stephen can talk about this too. This isn't a normal election. This isn't Republican versus Democrat. This is Republicans versus an international globalist, globalist agenda. It's also up against he said the globalist, like a flat earther. And the intel agencies. This is a big election. And so they're looking at Donald Trump. A lot of them aren't even sure he can win, Pete but they think he's the best shot they got.
8: Yeah, there are.
2: (laughs) Ooh, little dog whistly there. Little dog whistly there. Global elite, you say. And there is a global elite, but um, a lot of times, you know, she may be talking to who she's talking to there. I don't know. Uh, Globalism gets a bad rap. Up next, we got uh, one of those things where Fox News sends sends some dude, it's almost always a dude, to like a diner and just interviews random people as they're trying to get their fucking uh, breakfast. And they're again asking about Nikki Haley and other, I guess this people are gonna complain that she's liberal, but Nikki Haley is very conservative. I'm not standing up for her, I don't I'm not conservative, I don't like defending conservatives, but Nikki Haley is a conservative. She's very conservative.
3: Who are you supporting in this race? Donald Trump. Why Donald Trump? Donald Trump's
13: the best man. Joe Biden's about got one foot in the grave.
4: How do you feel about your former governor being in the race right now?
13: I think she was a good governor, but um, she's not presidential.
2: Mm.
13: She's too liberal.
2: She's too liberal. She's not liberal. She's not a liberal. She's just not Trump. She would be, I think she would, she would govern. I think she would govern uh, from the presidency as a moderate. Um, but I, that doesn't make her liberal. She's conservative. I just don't think she'd fucking do all kind of wild shit. I think she would. She is probably dispositionally inclined to uh, compromise and whatnot. And that's what they don't like. I don't like her. But I'd rather, uh, you know, if it was her or Trump, I'll, I'll take her. I'll take her. She's fucking, you know, she's mean and shit, but she's not fucking crazy. The other thing is, I think she might. She would probably beat Joe Biden in a general election if she picked the right running, picked the right running mate, and uh, just ran as a moderate Republican. I think she would beat Joe Biden if she ran on uh, policy, almost exclusively on policy. I think she could win. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. Fucking who cares? So, apparently, there's someone named uh, Dean Phillips who is suggesting like a unity ticket with Nikki Haley. I have, and my docket here just says, who's Dean
4: Phillips. Let me ask you about a political future. Dean Phillips said in a radio interview, he's open to being Nikki Haley's running mate on a unity ticket. Quote, wouldn't all your listeners be more compelled by ni- maybe Nikki Haley and Dean Phillips getting together on a unity ticket and actually doing for the first time, perhaps in our country's history, what most Americans really, Americans really want, which is cooperation, collaboration, participation, decency, common sense, and leadership. Dean Phillips, who's obviously running on the Democratic primary, not too much success, but saying, that he would be uh, your running mate, if you so chose that, would you?
6: I'm a Republican, I'm running as a Republican. I'm running trying to wake people up that if they nominate Donald Trump in this primary, we will lose a general election, mark my words.
4: Just to be clear, you've closed the door on vice president if the former president is nominee, but are you closing the door on a unity ticket and you leading that ticket as Dean Phillips suggests?
6: I have said all along that I run, I'm running as a Republican in the Republican primary. I've said all along I was not running to be anybody's vice president. Everything I've said has been the truth. Everything I've said has been out of love of country. Everything I've said is out of the fact that if we don't wake up, we will lose our country. We've got a chance to get this right. But Americans have to see, hear the wake-up call. They have to understand this is our one chance to try and get that right.
4: So, yes, closing the door on a unity ticket.
6: Yes. Yes. <laughs> she answer, said
4: yes, no, yes. dude. What the fuck, Brett Bear?
2: She said no. She said no three different times. Uh, the first thing I did when I saw her uh, her shirt, though, I was like, it's 13 stars, not 14, right? And it's 13 yeah, it's for the, for the colonies, and that's fine. I don't know if that violates the flag code. Yeah, she's not running on a Unity ticket, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. Ah, Sometimes the news is funny, and that's our uh, our next clip here, is a clip of the news being a little bit funny. This is CNN. I don't think that uh, they expected this to happen on the news. But, uh, you know, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I don't watch a lot of CNN, so it's a good thing somebody else does and uh, gets us clips, I suppose.
6: Yeah, Brianna, what we've learned is that President Biden himself personally instructed some of his top campaign aides to be even more aggressive in highlighting some of President Trump's uh, more inflammatory and wild comments. Uh, we are told that the thrust of the president's direction was to significantly ramp up the campaign's efforts to highlight the crazy shit that Trump says uh, in public. You know, we.
2: <laughs> I don't know if she like just missed that that was a quote and didn't like say quote or if she was just fucking she's like you know what fuck it she's like i'm gonna just i'm just gonna describe this uh accurately (laughs) so um biden himself isn't a really gonna be a good campaigner as an individual but you better bet his team knows what the fuck they're doing and um that is That's going to, if, if, if he does, if he, you know, if he pulls it out, it'll be because his team is competent in messaging because Joe Biden ain't, he ain't it like he's, he's he's doing a fine job as the president, hiring good people, delegating, whatever. Uh, But he's not going to be great at campaigning this time around. So it's going to be up to his team and like social media and uh, messaging basically about Donald Trump if he's going to win. And uh, we'll have to see how that goes. Speaking of Donald Trump, do some uh, news about the former president. Here is a piece of an interview that he did with uh, Laura Ingram.
9: President, one of the uh, issues, questions we've been hearing from voters here is how do you plan? to deport the millions of people. I mean, there's probably 12, 13 million people under Biden alone that we'll, have come we'll here. And how will
4: it work? It's gonna work that we get the bad ones out first. They're coming in from prisons, they're coming in from jails and mental institutions. How will you find setups. them? We're gonna find them through local police. Look, the local police, they're so phenomenal. I love them, they love me. I think I have 97% support.
2: You do not have 97% support among cops, dude.
4: Everything. they know the first names they know everything and it's a new it's a new category i don't know if you've heard this but i came up with this one migrant crime there's crime there's violent crime there's migrant crime we have a new category of crime it's called migrant crime and it's going to be worse than any other form of crime you
2: so she asked how you're going to do it he's like oh get the bad ones first the question was probably like logistically like right like the people that show up to this are they want to hear him say exactly what they want, they want some fucking, they want some fucking bloodthirsty shit from the guy. He's like, we're going to get the bad ones first. The cops all 97. He might've just just said 100% if he said 97%. The cops love me. That's not the answer to the question, but that's okay. It's okay. This guy isn't uh, really running on um, any real policy, right? It's just, uh, we're going to, we're going to deport a, like, how do you like, just logistically, how do you, if you think there's over 10 million, how do you do that? Like, how do you, how do you even do that? I can't even imagine, like, a, logistically, how do you do that? That's a lot of people. I have no idea how logistically how you would even go about doing that. Not to mention, I think it's a bad idea. But just if you were, even if you were, thought it was a good idea, how the fuck would you even start doing it? No fucking clue. Up next, civil forfeitures for the former president. Let's go.
14: Now to the ABC News exclusive tonight after Donald Trump was fined nearly thirty five million million in his civil fraud case. Tonight, New York State's Attorney General Letitia James saying she's prepared to seize Donald Trump's assets, including his buildings, if he doesn't pay the money. ABC's Aaron Katursky, one-on-one tonight with the Attorney General. Four days after a judge ordered Donald Trump to pay $355 million for a decade of fraud, New York Attorney General Letitia James says she's prepared to do everything she can to make sure the former president pays his fine, including, she told us, seizing the buildings that bear his
15: name. If he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment, uh, then we will seek uh, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court, and we will ask the judge to seize his assets.
14: Trump was held liable for exaggerating his wealth and inflating the value of his real estate, so banks would give him low-interest loans. Trump insisted the banks like doing business with him. They said no victim, no one got harmed, the banks got paid back, so no harm, no foul. Why is that not the case in your view?
15: So financial frauds are not victimless crimes. He engaged in this massive amount of fraud, and it wasn't just a... Simple mistake, a slight oversight. The variations were wildly exaggerated, and the extent of the fraud was staggering.
14: Trump said the penalty against him would drive other businesses out of New York. We'll appeal, we'll be successful, I think, because
4: frankly, if we're not successful, New York State is gone.
14: But the state's attorney general told
15: us she's not worried. And last I checked, tourism is up and Wall Street is doing just fine.
14: Even with an impending appeal, Trump must either put all $355 million in escrow with the court or post, a portion of it as a bond with interest. And David, tonight, the attorney general is telling us she is determined to make Trump pay, even if it means seizing this building or others long in the Trump portfolio. David. Aaron Katursky with the exclusive interview tonight. Aaron, thank you. Oh, uh, yeah, that's,
2: that's, that's what they do. They take your shit if you don't have the money. Um, I don't think they're going to take your shit, though. I just think that I just don't think like the I just don't think it's going to happen. I'm um I'm a pessimist, a cynic, you might say, a cynic, that would be good. Um so up next uh we have some uh this is from Fox and Friends and Friends and Friends and Friends. And here's some um some commentary on the uh, trial, the, the the fraud trial. Uh, they just didn't let they didn't let Trump explain himself. That that's how that's what happened. They just they just, they just didn't let him explain himself. That makes total sense. Check this out
0: back and forth. I mean, they don't just take Donald Trump's word for it. There's a back and forth between between the banks expert a, as well as and that's how you come to evaluation. He, it's clear that the judge, though, when that exchange happened, the judge cut him
4: off and wouldn't even allow him to explain the process of this. It, it was interesting guys the judge also said this about the former president's testimony on the stand. quote, overall, Donald Trump rarely responded to the questions asked, and he frequently interjected long, irrelevant speeches. On issues far beyond the scope of the trial, his refusal to answer the questions directly, or in some cases at all, severely compromised his credibility. Yep, yep. Those
2: two things juxtaposed are really interesting because they were both from Fox. Yeah, you don't, you don't get to, like, give a speech. Like, if you're on the stand, you just ask the, answer the fucking question or don't answer the question. You can say, I don't know, I don't recall, any of that stuff. But uh, yeah, you don't you don't get to speechify, <laughs> and uh, that's what they mean by he, they didn't let him explain. It's, he, they did he, Yeah, he wasn't allowed to give a speech. Here's the uh, the former guy talking about um, how uh, black people love him now, or something like that.
4: My my the mugshot we've all seen the mugshot, and. You know who embraced it more than anybody else? The black population. It's incredible. You see black people walking around with my mugshot. You know, they do shirts and they sell them for $19 a piece. It's pretty amazing. Million. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they like you.
2: Just because, I mean, I I, I don't, I'm not like, I don't think I would wear a shirt with his mugshot. But if somebody wears a shirt with your mugshot on it, that's not, that maybe, maybe an indication that they like you. Maybe not. It's uh, maybe they think it's funny. Maybe they hate you and they want to rock, walk around with your mugshot. You know, maybe they're walking around thinking like, like a Che shirt where, they're, where they think that you're fighting the man or whatever. But there's, there's any number of reasons somebody might buy this shirt. <sighs> Up next, we have a Fox News panel on the Sean Hannity show about the uh, in, the supposed investigation into the Biden family. And, of course, one Mr. Gymnasium Jordan is on this panel.
5: Well, look, with respect to the informant, all I knew about the informant was what Christopher Ray told me. He said he was one of the highest paid, most trusted informants in the bureau, in the entire bureau. And they had used him for over a decade and they had successfully used him in prosecuting some criminals. He wasn't. A factor in the investigation because we didn't even know who he was. We just know, knew that there was a 1023 that alleged Joe Biden took a bribe, which was uh, consistent with what we found in Romania and China with how the bribe was allegedly dispersed through the different shell companies and the different bank accounts. So obviously we wanted to investigate it, but we never knew who the informant was. All we knew was what Christopher Ray said. Now we see that the FBI arrested him for lying. It doesn't make sense. It's not the same treatment that we saw when the FBI figured out that the, the Steele dossier uh, was fictitious. Uh,
2: but I don't think the Steele dossier, I don't think that Christopher Steele uh, submitted the dossier to the FBI at, uh, in a criminal investigation. That's why nobody, that's why the FBI didn't go after uh, Steele. Is it Christopher Steele, I, th- I hope I got his name right. but. That's why they didn't go after him. He wasn't, it, it wasn't, I don't think I don't think he ever presented to the FBI as evidence in a, in a criminal case. So that's like different. The FBI just doesn't just come after you for lying. They come after you for lying to them or lying in the course of a federal investigation. These people are idiots. <clears throat> so sometimes Jessica Tarlov on the five is pretty, pretty good. And I mean, you know, we're, we're talking Fox is the five here. So we're, we're grading on a curve. But uh, sometimes she's pretty good. And I got uh, two clips of her uh, you know, telling um, some, something closer to the truth than what's usually uh, said by the other panelists on Fox's The Five.
16: So since Donald Trump ran the first time, he has been making this argument. If they could do this to me, they could do this to you. The average person is not inflating their wealth by $800 million to $2.2 billion. They're not sexually assaulting women. They're not storing classified documents in the toilet. They're not fomenting an insurrection. What? Mar-a-Lago, I mean, you remember the, t- the documents? The- the let's, let's focus
4: on this
9: case. We can do, Nobody we can do a lot. Do la- you no, no. always do that. No, no, Jessica, you doing a laundry list. Really? You're, you're doing a judge laundry list when we're talking. It's
2: one topic. They got fucking mad. She said some shit. They all just started talking. It's so funny. She pisses them off so bad. We got another one here again from the five. Fun, fun stuff, fun stuff. I wonder if they're going to like talk over again in this one, because they just fucking all started talking at once. They're like, ah, ah, don't say that.
4: You're looking at a mountain of evidence. Where the guy doesn't even have a business card. The Biden's don't even have a website. And there's diamonds missing. There's tax fraud. He's sitting down to dinner with Russian billionaires and then leaving them off the sanctions list. Donald Trump, you can see what he does. Uh-huh. No one's complaining about this. Biden's uh-huh. are ripping people off and then they're getting away with can it.
16: Can we talk just about want the FBI informant? That was a total con. Yeah, no, it's not yeah, a con. Like, oh He's my God. No,
4: it
5: was. The guy Literally, the, the special whistle.
16: counsel just. Came hey, out with it. He's You're arresting be- the
2: guy that blew the whistle on him, Jessica. Oh,
4: okay. Right? Okay, Just like okay. they did with the-
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like how she's a little dismissive of them, too. She's like, all right, whatever. It's pretty funny. They have to have, like, a, uh, you know, because there's five people there. They don't have to, right? There's no rule or whatever. But they feel like they need to have, like, somebody who's, I'd say, like, a moderate, like a, like, a moderate Democrat on there. And uh, it's her and man, the fucking other people on that fucking show do not like her because she just I like she just kind of pops off at these people. I think that's her job sort of to kind of create conflict on the panel, but it's still fun to watch. Not that I would fucking sit through an entire episode of the five to watch it I'll, I'm happy with the clips here. Um, here's a Senator Tube, Tuberville, uh, IVF understander.
16: Do you have a reaction to the Alabama Supreme Court ruling on the fact that embryos are children?
2: Yeah, I was
11: all for it. We need to have more kids. We need to have an opportunity to do that. And this I thought this was the right
17: thing to do. But, but
16: IVF is used to have more children, and right now IVF services are paused at some of the clinics in Alabama. Aren't you concerned that this could impact people who are trying to have kids?
11: Well, that's for that's for another conversation. People need to have that. we need more kids. We need the people to to have the opportunity to have kids. <laughs>
7: Women right now in Alabama who no longer have access to
11: IVF or who will not as a result of this ruling, what do you say to them? Well, that's a hard one. It really is. It's really hard. Because, uh, again, you want people to have that opportunity. And and that's what I was telling her. We need more kids.
2: <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm all for the ruling. We need more kids. Uh, sir, IVF helps people have kids. He's like, oh, oh, wait a minute. Fuck. <laughs> well, fuck. He's like, uh, I'm all for it. We need more kids. Also, that's fucking that weird, that weird fucking birth rate shit is fucking baked into that too. Like, whoa, we need to be spitting out, spitting out a bunch more kids, do we? Is that is that true? Do we need to just do people just? I mean, if people want to have kids, like, go ahead and have kids. But like, I don't understand. Like, what do you mean we need more kids? But I, I thought it was great because the person's like, oh, this is a uh, this is um. This helps people have kids, sir. He's like, oh, well, it's a conversation for a different time. Except that it's not because you answered the first question about uh, IVF. I don't know. I don't think he was like you either. Didn't know or like couldn't immediate like didn't immediately like realize what he was saying or or he's just stupid. Though that's not an either or. These are not mutually exclusive ideas. Ooh, we're uh. Yeah, we're definitely going to be well under two hours tonight. Here's the here's palate cleanser.
6: Online and in the media, conservative voices are being silenced. I've said this before. I said it on my YouTube channel. Conservative voices are being silenced. I said it on Joe Rogan. Conservative voices are being silenced. On the Jordan Peterson Kayak Podcast. Conservative voices are being silenced. I said it on Tucker Carlson. And Tucker, we know conservative voices are being silenced. Twice, actually. Like I said last time, Tucker, conservative voices are being silenced.
8: That is exactly right.
6: And I said it in my New York Times bestseller. Conservative voices are being silenced.
2: (laughs) Get him, Phoebe. Get him, Phoebe. And we have another palette cleanser. This is, uh, this one's about Valentine's Day. This one, this one, this is weird. I don't, I'm not even sure. Like, yeah, this is weird. It's incredibly strange. A wonderful website they got over there at the twitter.com. Give me a second. As you, as people, uh, podcast listeners, the show is in fact live. Here we go.
0: You have 60 minutes to remove all 10 of your toes and will to be severed at the torso.
8: But you know what today is, right?
0: Uh, Wednesday.
12: The date? Uh,
0: February 14th.
12: Oh no. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. <sighs> okay, sh- so, like, why did you kidnap me today of all days? I,
1: I didn't realize at the time.
12: What made you choose me over, like, any other there girl? Was no reason. I mean, you could have spent this day with anyone, but here I Listen, am.
8: There has
0: been a huge misunderstanding, okay? I'm just a serial killer trying to fulfill my bloodlust. All right. I have a wife. I had no idea today. I,
12: I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, you have a wife. That's what
0: you're upset about. Cheating
12: is unacceptable. As opposed to murder. Listen, I'm out of here. Okay.
0: Oh, <sighs> uh, f- <sighs> just, just go. Um, I have to take this. Honey. Oh,
12: <sighs> son of a bitch! I knew you. No, no, right, I, I didn't do, forget. i your mother. Don't yeah, call I'm my
2: mother. mother. Hello. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That was fucking, like I said, that was, that was fucking weird, but I like it. the weird shit I like. Up next, we got a public service announcement by the Oklahoma State Department of Education, and it's up. It's fucking crazy.
17: We've been really clear here that we're going to only allow boys to go in the boys' bathroom and girls to go in the girls' bathroom. And there's dangerous consequences when common sense is vacated. And we've seen we see a district here in the state where a boy was allowed to go into the girls' restroom and, and assaulted uh, two young girls there.
16: Oklahoma mother is suing her daughter's school district after she says a transgender student attacked the 15-year-old girl inside the bathroom. There is a law in Oklahoma that says that students have to use the bathroom that matches the gender they were assigned to at birth, and it looks like that didn't happen here.
7: the swirling questions from parents prompting the school superintendent to make a video breaking down the fight.
12: On October 26th, there was a fight at Edmond Memorial High School in the girls' bathroom that involved a transgender student.
17: Edmond Public Schools is claiming that there's no requirement for a birth certificate to enroll in high school.
12: Birth certificates are not required to start school. Per the law, students have to use bathrooms that coincide with the sex written on their birth certificates.
1: The school's just lying. Um, wow.
17: And they didn't reply.
12: There
7: were some minor injuries. The other student attacked her. Um Started punching her, got her down to the ground. What would technically be called
12: minor injuries.
9: Left my daughter unconscious on the floor and ran out of the bathroom.
12: When the student enrolled, the student enrolled as a female and presented themselves as a female, and so have been accepted as a female.
9: It's not okay. I mean, that was a
12: brutal attack on my daughter because
7: they didn't follow their guidelines.
12: And when you look at that child by all social norms, they look and present themselves as that gender. It's not something that you question. And you
17: may ask yourself, how can that happen? You know, what we've seen is a, an assault on truth in our education system. And, and what we've seen is instead of telling kids that there's two genders, it's biology. We have injected radical gender theory into telling kids that there might be other genders. It's dangerous. Um, It it puts our girls in in jeopardy and endangers their safety. And, you know, it is common sense. And what we've got to do is we've got to return back to the common sense policies that we had, you know, just a decade ago in our schools and say, listen, we are absolutely going to affirm truth. What is reality?
2: So I'm guessing we're not getting the whole story about the fight, <clears throat> and if there's no requirement to show your birth certificate, the school might not have known that was a trans uh, student. And maybe it's not even the fucking school's business, especially in Oklahoma. Who knows? Um, but this is in the backdrop of that student who was beaten to death in the bathroom—that uh, non-binary student. Uh, I forget their name um, off the top of my head. But this is kind of gross, actually, with uh, that being like the the cultural backdrop <clears throat> sucks this other uh, totally sucks this other student got beat up like i don't i don't think it's good to uh beat people up Students, uh school should be a safe place for everybody but i just don't know like what happened at the fight and it's honestly it's like none of my fucking business i don't you know <clears throat> i imagine the student who you know assaulted the other student was uh, suspended possibly expelled if they beat them to the point where they became unconscious Um. And uh, it's yeah, it's crazy. Oklahoma's crazy, and the superintendent guy is fucking out of his mind. I think there's a non-zero chance he'll get voted out because Oklahoma is uh, like it's a pretty conservative place. But that guy's an asshole, and so he might get voted out. We'll see. We'll see. Up next, we got um. Well, we got a clip of the Alabama Supreme Court Chief Justice, and I'm just gonna kind of let this one uh, let this one speak for itself. It's not not great.
10: Well, do you have like some words you could speak to? Um, you know, our listeners and followers are going to be people understand our message. The Restore Seven is okay. It's about restoration. We need to be willing to show up in the difficult place, not just show up and have a you know wonderful Sunday meeting and like that was good. I checked off my spirituality, but be be willing to do what you're doing, which is, it's actually going to the trenches as well. I'm talking about the presence mm-hmm. of the Lord that's, that's there, but that's also where the enemy has uh, brought his strongest strongholds. But is there like anything the Lord gives you to give or just out of your own um, thinking and processing for young people or whoever might be watching watching us to uh, that they would begin to resonate with something you're saying of how to know the Lord's beginning to pull you towards that or, or is there something you can is that it just has to be so supernatural and divine that there's you no know, way just anything that that would uh, that would come from you on that I think would be helpful.
13: Well, as you've emphasized in the past, we have abandoned those seven mountains and they've been occupied by the opposite side and so if you are called of the Lord to be on one of those mountains I urge people to make sure that you and your spouse are in agreement on this
15: Mm.
13: because uh, you're going against resistance Mm. and uh, it can be tough at times Um, but if you are united husband and wife and you're united with your Lord you can pursue that call and be effective.
10: I like that. When he said on the opposite side, we've given up the opposite side. We're not talking even left, right, liberal, conservative. We're talking the enemy. We're talking the Dark, dark darkness gets to prevail when light, those who are intrinsically motivated to advance the king and his kingdom and his way of doing things. If we decide like, you know what, that's, um, that's just something for somebody else is there's a whole denomination that doesn't permit their people to be involved in government at all. And so that's just like light saying, it's just- Ah,
2: yes, famously, no Christians in, in government.
10: Dark for us there, so we, we can't show up. And so that's that's an original original problem there.
13: I think that separatist trend is diminishing.
10: You know it is, isn't it? Yeah. We can feel that, we can sense yeah. it. in around our world just because we get feedback and it's is you know a few years ago so Mm -hmm. it was great to hear from you originally to know you're there and 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 um, have someone to pray for in that in that um, uh, not that we were coming as so y'all know we weren't going there praying for him but just from our own place here we're like Mm -hmm. okay lord you have an asset for your kingdom And again, we consider that an asset just for that which is good, which is righteous in our nation, that which is constitutional. So that is uh, that is that is wonderful. Well, tell us anything else that um, comes to you that the Holy Spirit might stir up in you or that comes to mind. And then before we're done, I'm just going to ask you to uh, pray for uh, others. But just anything else.
13: Well, Johnny, I I will say that God created government. And the fact that we have let it go into the possession of others is heartbreaking for those of us who understand and we know it is for him. And that's why he is calling and equipping people to step back into these mountains right now. And uh, as I said earlier, if he calls you, He's faithful. He will do it. And so respond with wisdom uh, and proceed with wisdom because the call is important and it needs to be accomplished for his glory.
15: Yeah.
10: And that's so good. Are there any particular stands that you're making right now that are ones that you can whether even if it's very general that you can share uh just things that are we know one of the stands will be constitutional aspect of it and um anything else that you're able to share with the we understand there are so many things you can't share um things that are in process
13: yeah well we can't discuss a case
10: that's not we can't discuss the case that's obviously
2: that guy's gonna turn me back into a fucking one of them weird new atheist guys um this is, I mean, he's pretty. He sound pretty calm, or whatever. But that's like, like, terrifying that this is a, a judge at all, much less the, uh, the head of the Supreme Court of a state. Like, those seven, what are they? Seven mountains? They're talking about that's like fucking Dominionist shit. they straight up talking Christian Dominion with a, uh, <clears throat> a Supreme Court justice for one of the United States states. Um, that's crazy. Uh, I, <clears throat> I feel like I don't even, you know, we don't even have to explain why. Also, like, I'm not sure, but there may be some uh, constitutional problems there. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not an expert on that stuff, but I think that, like, it at least violates the spirit of the First Amendment of the United States Constitution. Um, but, you know, they don't care. As somebody in chat said, like, hypocrisy is like a youth, use, it's useful to point it out to, like, um, Third parties to people who, um, you know, vote to people who, you know, especially to like moderates, like moderate Republicans who might care about this stuff. You sort of pointed out to them, but it's not like you're ever going to be like, ah, gotcha, you're a hypocrite on one of these for one of these people, and have them be like, oh shit, I should stop doing hypocrite stuff. No, they're not going to do that. So up next, this guy's going to talk about how <clears throat> him being. Uh, criticized for talking shit at school board meetings is just like uh, how uh, Stefan was stoned to death in uh, Acts 7 of the Bible, because of course he is.
0: I'm working on a program now called Cyclone 400. I have been told several times by parents, by school board leaders, by superintendents, by teachers, we need to find a way to duplicate you around the country. We need to clone you. And so I've come up with a plan called Cyclone 400 where I'm going to recruit, train, and develop. Cyclone 400 sounds like something Alex Jones would sell you, like a pill. 100 school board warriors to do what I'm doing nationally over the next four years. So we're going to have a total of 404 years. And so I'm looking for people that'll make our public comment show interesting, but uh, bad for society who you you may not know what to say. You, You may not be gifted at public speaking, but you are concerned. There's nothing like a concerned mama bear and papa bear. You you may not be as eloquent as Eric Metaxas. I mean, not many people are, right? But listen, if you are willing <laughs> to, to have, to have the boldness and the courage to just get behind the podium and to defend your offspring. We must draw the line in the sand and say enough is enough. So through this program, I'm going to recruit, train, and develop individuals and deploy them
2: to do what I'm doing. Well, that's crazy. Absolutely fucking crazy. Uh, Up next, if this happens to you, uh, find a new doctor. This is uh, on a show called End of the World Firepower.
4: Going to use. We had a woman, and I, I'm just going to mention this. We only got a moment. She was from Ohio, and we're doing a crusade in Colorado Springs. And she said, "My doctor wrote a prescription, saying you have terminal cancer. I want you to go to the tent because this medical doctor said that's the prescription for you. That's that's where we are right now. That's right."
2: Uh, if your doctor does that, find a new doctor. Because uh, if you have, if you're suffering, if you have cancer that's terminal, um, there, you find a doctor that would maybe help ease your suffering so that you can uh, die with dignity. Um, but also, I don't think that's true. Or somebody may have told him that or whatever, but that's probably not true. Like there's somebody in that fucking chain of uh chain of custody of the idea. Let's say somebody somebody probably uh, telling a little bit of a fib. Up next, we have employment understander, uh, Matt Walsh. But anytime,
11: you know, anytime this subject of minimum wage comes up, it's important to remember that the, the whole topic is a red herring. It, the whole thing is irrelevant. Now, yes, I agree that it's difficult to support yourself on a minimum wage. I've done it, so I know that it's hard. You know, it, it's, it's very difficult. And it's even harder, if not basically impossible these days, to support a family on minimum wage. <clears throat> you know, you, you basically, it's, it's essentially impossible. You can't do it. Um, you can support yourself. I mean, it's very, very difficult, but it's, it, you can do that. It is possible. A family, no, you just can't. It's not enough money. But, but here's the thing. The mi- minimum wage, that's not what it's for. That is not the point of minimum wage. It's not why it exists minimum wage jobs don't exist for that raising minimum wage you know what it's like it's a bit like it's a bit like trying to invent training wheels for bicycles that would allow a child to go 30 miles an hour on the bike what okay that, that's what it's like it it defeats the whole purpose of the training wheels if he's ready to go that fast it's long past time to take the training wheels off okay the, the whole point of training wheels is it's the, 30 miles an hour
2: on a bike you're hauling ass
11: Assumption that the kid can't go even a mile an hour on the bike. It's like, so the training wheels are designed for that. Um, So you don't need faster training wheels. You just need to have no training wheels. Take them off. Same with minimum wage. Minimum wage, it's like these are the training wheels of of income levels. Um, You don't need a higher minimum wage. you, You just need to not be on minimum wage anymore. You need to graduate beyond minimum wage. Minimum wage is not for adults with houses and kids and car payments. It's not for that. So when we're saying to ourselves, well, uh, even on $15 an hour, there's no way that an adult could have a mortgage and pay for the car and have a kid. It's it's impossible. It's not a living wage. Yes,
2: you're damn right. Of course it's not. It's not for that. That's not what it's for. It's not why it exists. So with more and more jobs being minimum wage, like, if somebody runs, like, if what if you want to work at a sandwich shop? What if you, like, are just really interested in working in a sandwich shop? It seems cool. seems like something you'd like to do. You like making sandwiches. Uh, that person that runs the sandwich shop is just going to pay you minimum wage because they can. And uh, now, uh, I guess you can't work at a sandwich shop. But then, like, where are you supposed to work? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Also, <clears throat> built into this, by the way. He's talking to family. He said, you can't support a family built into this is the idea that uh, he th- uh, he believes the husband should be the one working and the, uh, the wife should be uh, staying home. So I think two minimum wage jobs, uh, you might, might be able to scrape by in certain places under certain circumstances if you have a kid, but it's still pretty tough, but I don't think he wants that at all pretty sure this guy has this, you know, he believes that it should just be the man uh, making money. Although I don't remember but I'm fairly confident his wife does work. But that's different, it's him. So, up next. We watched the entirety of this last night uh, during Operation Catterday but (laughs) I figured I'd play a a little clip of it here on the news show because this was a newsworthy event. This is a a clip of Taylor Lorenz interviewing Chaya Raychik, and um, they're talking about uh, trans people, uh, if you could imagine. Surprise, surprise, right?
16: If you eradicate transgenderism, which I believe you suggested in a post today. No, I never suggested that. Oh, okay, you reposted a post that was advocating for that. What would happen to the people that have already medically, socially, completely transitioned and are leading happy lives? What would happen to them? I mean, what's your plan for, for that? If transgenderism doesn't exist, which it seems like you're that's what you believe, what happens
7: to all the people living happy lives as trans people? Well, it, first of all, the whole trans is it's based on a lie. You can't change your you can't change your gender. Okay, but So, they could they could go live their, their their life. I mean, I can't tell someone what to do in their in their house. Sounds like you do want to tell people what to do in their house. I never said that. So, you're totally okay with people
16: <laughs> being trans just not as long as they're in public
7: no i never said that they could it's the whole thing is based off of a lie and i think that um the fact this lie cannot be mainstream in our in our society it's just it's a lie and what harm is it causing do you believe um i like the truth i like truth
16: right but i'm saying what what's the what's the harm of people expressing their gender identity differently than you believe it to be what what harm are they causing
7: um like i said we are a a um a nation of truth and
2: i, no, I we're not I think
7: the truth but that's
2: like i think i probably said this last night during Saturday. no uh, the first amendment uh, actually um uh, gives you the right to uh say things that are untrue
7: but I'm asking about the harm. What's the harm? You might believe it to be false, but what's the, the harm? The harm is that there's a lie that is very mainstream and is being embedded into every institution. I
16: guess I'm wondering what the material harm is. Aside from it's maybe something that you disagree with, as in your version of the truth is different than their version of the truth, what is the material harm of them living their life as a woman or man or gender that you don't agree Not with? anything
7: that's wrong is there a material harm, necessarily. So there's no harm? I didn't say that
2: dumbass she <clears throat> she just kept going back to I didn't say that but she didn't mean I didn't say something that implies that or or that that means that what she what she means is she does that's the Jordan Peterson thing right where that's not what I said that's not what I said they they, they they're like this is they they do the Sam Harris does it too where it's like unless you're like directly quoting them then they say that's not what they said but then if you directly quote them you'll be like well that was out of context or, you know, uh, I, you know, you're, I, I or I, they, you directly quote them and they'd be like, I never said that. And you show them that they said it, they go, oh, well, I, you, you, you know, you've taken me out of context. Or this is unfair or whatever. This is dumb. This is why, like, there's no, <clears throat> I mean, there's some value in talking to her and I'm glad Taylor Lorenz did it. Um, but, you know, they're not going to answer your questions. She didn't answer shit. And she just kind of falls back on that's not what I said because, I mean, she's, Dishonest, I think, but you know she's free to be dishonest. Uh, Like I said, though, she said, "Oh, we're a nation of truth." No, lady, no, we're. I mean, that's crazy. You can't actually make that the law that people just have to tell the truth like all the time. That would be that would violate the First Amendment. So we aren't a nation of truth. No nation can be a nation of truth because people are wrong. People aren't even. You don't even have to be lying to be wrong. People are just wrong all the time. So you can't really have a nation of truth. And dumb as fuck. We sat through the whole thing of that last night before we watched something else that was very funny. Um, anyway, I guess that's the end of the docket part of the show. This is a, a short, um, regular podcast. But we're generally closer to an hour and a half, hour forty-five minutes. We're going to be going ahead and giving out the members' show for free. Um, they haven't figured it out on Fourth Wall yet, or they—they they, probably not. They haven't figured it out. They haven't uh, fixed uh, set that up on Fourth Wall. So if you go to patreoncom echoplex, you'll find this uh, available for free audio and uh, video. And with that, the show's over. Uh, I just mentioned Patreon. You can also support this project if you're a Twitch user by uh, gifting out subscriptions or subscribing yourself. Uh, The fourth wall site is eplex.store. You can do memberships there that are very similar to Patreon. And of course, just directly giving me money, streamlabs.com slash Media. It's going to be boomers by Periscope. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, change the color of the lights in this room. Pour a drink and we'll be back with red light. That's going to include some coverage of, uh, CPAC among other absolute bug fuck stuff.